blackface in 2019 has returned. We've seen a lot of white folks just practicing white culture with racism and white supremacy. You must understand something, ladies and gentlemen. This is white culture. They created racism. No one else created it but them. They didn't bite that from nobody. They didn't steal that from nobody. They didn't co-opt that from nobody. This is their thing. Now, I appreciate many people who have participated in the survey and helped us to make the show better. I have took the responses. We have wrote them down. We are looking at them and seeing we could try to implement a lot of the great ideas that many of you had for the show. And one of the things that you guys talked about is a lot of times when I'm doing the videos just for me, I think a lot of times some people that's listening understand certain things with our history. And, uh, you know, when I looked at some of the age demographics and I understand public school in America did not teach you anything about your history or the history of America. It was an indoctrination system. So we're going to talk about blackface, but we're going to really get into the history of it before we get into the Gucci photo that everyone is talking about. Now, blackface is something that is extremely racist, demeaning, and we're going to talk about this. Now, blackface was traditionally when white people would darken their skin with shoe polish, grease paint, or burnt cork. And then they will paint on enlarged lips and other exaggerated features. This is what blackface originally was. It wasn't a joke. It was meant to demean and humiliate black people. Understand that. Anytime you see blackface, there's nothing funny about it at all. And it is still used and considered as a racialized thing. Now, blackface originated itself centuries back in old European theatrical productions, most famously Shakespeare's Othello. Now the practice began in the United States in the 18th century when European immigrants brought the genre over and performed in seaports along the Northeast. Now they said, but the famous sort of era to think as being the birth of of the form itself is the antebellum era of the early 19th century. Now you have a guy by the name of Thomas Dartmouth Rice. He was an actor born in New York and he's considered the father of the minstrel show. Now the minstrel shows when they would dress up as blackface and they were doing the most stereotypical things they would claim about black people. Now they stated that after he traveled to the South and observing slaves, he developed a black stage character called Jim Crow. Now, Jim Crow, the character, was created in 1830. Now, they stated that when he had quick dance moves and exaggerated African-American vernacular and buffoonish behavior, Rice found a new genre of racialized song and dance to blackface minstrel shows, which became central to American entertainment in the North and the South. Now, white performers in blackface characters, um, they perpetuated a range of negative stereotypes about African-Americans, including being lazy, ignorant, superstitious, hypersexual, criminal, or cowardly. And we understand today that it's the same 
stereotypes that they have on black people in 2019. Nothing has changed. These people don't change no different than when you see a zebra do not change its stripes. Okay. Understand that you have to understand the degradation that's involved with racism and white supremacy. Everything with racism, white supremacy was built off of anti-black hatred. It was not built off of anti-Asian, anti-Arab, anti-Native American, anti-Hispanic. It was built all off of the hatred of us. This is why they have no problems with other groups and they don't dedicate their time to hating other groups because their whole system was built off of the hatred of black people. I mean, as a lot of people would say, what kind of contest in hell did we win? Now, several characters of the minstrel shows became archetypes in this country. Okay. So the minstrel show actors, I want you to listen to this. Listen to this. Okay. The minstrel show actors were working class Irishmen from the Northeast who performed in the blackface to distance themselves from their own lower social, political, and economic status in the United States. You have to understand, at one point in time, the Irish in this country actually were indentured servants along the African slave. Now, the difference with the Irish being indentured servants at one point in time, they would work for seven years on a plantation with the African slave, and they were given land in Indian territory at the time they would say Indian, but we, we call it native American now. So the African slave was not given land. The African slave did not get released after seven years to go on about his or her merry way. No, that did not happen, but the Irish did. So also the white elites at that time period developed the race system and gave the Irish more trinkets and privileges. The Irish became your slave patrol. A lot of them. Okay. The slave patrol, they would try to catch the slaves. They could either beat the slave, rape the slave, kill the slave, whatever. That was their job to do so. Okay. So many of your slave patrolmen was Irish. They allowed Irish to own guns. They allowed Irish to get property, but still Irish was not considered like the other white folks. Just rest assured, let you know, just a little American history. Now we fast forward to the civil rights movement and you have Dr. King and you see all these white folks with Dr. King. Understand all these white folks there with Dr. King was your Irish, your, your white Jews, um, your Italians, Polish, all these different other European people were not considered the same as the white folks in this country and they would definitely discriminate against them as well. Now, after the civil rights movement, all these groups was given their honorary white card and grafted into white society. Now you look up 60 plus years later and you see these same groups, um, Daniel Pantaleo choking out um, Eric Garner. They are some of these people are the most racist people ever, but they wouldn't even be in this position it wouldn't been for black people. Everyone step on the back of black people and get ahead. They don't even turn around and say, black man and woman, thank you for your help. Let me look out for you. No, everyone that want to come in and graft themselves to black people and our struggle 
And we are, I always tell people that black people are, are the people of God truly because only a loving people like that can help people that constantly step on their back and see what pisses people off that those who have the uh, mindset of the American descendant of slave mindset now is they saying, man, forget y'all because we, we, we looking out for self now. And that's freaking people out because they're not used to American black people saying, forget everybody. We don't looking out for self. See, that's the way all these other groups have acted with us over the years. And then we look up and everybody doing good and we still in a worse position than before. Now, just to give you a little history about the Irish and who got a leg up, right? So as we look at these people, they created more and more characters. Okay, down the line. Now, they did this to authenticate their whiteness. I'm talking about the Irish. And they wanted to become the other and mock the other and assert their superiority by dehumanizing the other. Because in this country, if you was Irish, you was a piece of crap. Okay. So they said the black minstrel shows, blackface minstrel shows, soared in popularity during the period of the Civil War and in the start of the 20th century as documented in the Smithsonian National Museum of African-American History and Culture. Okay. The widespread demeaning portrayals of African-Americans parallel to period when Southern states legislature were passing black codes. Okay. Now the black codes was done right after slavery. It was basically criminalizing you for any little thing. If you just stand in there, they'll criminalize that. Right. So it was to restrict the, the behavior of the former slaves and other African-Americans. In fact, the codes were also called Jim Crow laws after the blackface stage character. So when you hear about the Jim Crow South, understand Jim Crow was a blackface character. Okay. Now I know they don't teach you that in school, but they will never teach you that in school. Now they stated as society modernized. So did the way blackface was portrayed, not only blackface in theaters, but it moved to the film industry in the original birth of a nation. Blackface characters seen as unscrupulous and rapist. The stereotype is so powerful. It was a recruiting tool for the Ku Klux Klan. So they used blackface in a movie to galvanize the Klan. Okay. So this is, this is like the, the history of blackface. Now, they say African-Americans protested the film's portrayal in the story to take on the post-Civil War era, yet it continued to be popular among white audiences. Okay? Now, they say also it was used as weaponized forms of white supremacist propaganda. Okay? So they say African-Americans also performed in blackface, given it was the only way to be in the entertainment industry. But their performances counted some of the primitive representation they were popularized. Black artists Burt Williams and George Walker infused political commentary with their comedic minstrel routines, offering a more intelligent representation of African Americans. Okay? So they also created more characters. Okay, I want you to hear this. They created the Mammy. Now, the Mammy was an overweight and loud mother figure. Okay? They created also the Zip Coon. Now, the Zip Coon is a flamboyant dressed man who uses sophisticated words incorrectly. That's what the Zip Coon is. And they actually have a song called Zip Coon. And you can look at it on YouTube and type in Zip Coon. And when you hear Zip Coon, you're like, oh, my God, that is the ice cream song that they use. So, yes, when you hear the ice cream song, 
It is actually the racist song Zip Coon. But most people don't realize that is actually the tune of a racist song directed at black people. You see how sick these people are in this society? So now let's fast forward to 2019. And we keep seeing this over and over and over and over and over blackface. And Gucci is the last people who have put up a whole sweater. And you see that on the thumbnail there alongside of some pictures that was used to describe black people. Then we have black people who are famous people like Floyd Mayweather or Kodak black, a few others. They stated that they not, they not going to boycott Gucci at all. They're not. And it reminds you of the stereotype that we talked about earlier that called black people cowardly because that is cowardice that you can't even say, you know what I'm going to do you go, you sitting up there and you are greatly offending me. Understand they created a whole system off of a blackface character called Jim Crow. And yet you're going to go in and still buy the Gucci clothes. Now, when I say to people who got Gucci clothes, I even have some eyeglasses. I had just got, I got a good deal in the frames, the Gucci frames, uh, while I go to get my glasses. I'm not going to throw my glass in the trash, but this is why I will say Gucci not get another dime of mine, even if it's on sale, because that's stupid just to go destroy your stuff. You already bought it. So I would say don't spend a dime. But the issue is with a lot of black folk, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit more extended on our The Philip Scott Show channel. Um, we're going to start doing more streams on that. Matter of fact, we're going to get to doing daily streams on the, the uh, Philip Scott Show channel, so make sure you are subscribed to that channel. Black folks participate in white supremacy and our degradation. And when you see black folks with this minstrel show mentality, it's sickening. It's extremely sickening. No other group will sit there and allow someone to disrespect them in that manner. No other group. Black folks is the only group that have no problem with someone just racially degrading them. And then you will go run and still give Gucci your money. That, that is sick. This is why people don't respect us as black folk, because you can't respect a group of people that will sit there and allow someone to openly disrespect and degrade you. And you still go and give them your money. How could you respect somebody like that? That's call it what it is. You can't. And you wonder why as a collective of people, we aren't respected. Now, I'm not saying you ain't got no brothers and sisters that deserve respect. No, they do. But come on, let's just think about this. You can't sit here and respect people like that. Can you blame other people for not respecting us as a collective? Are we sitting up there and going, still going shopping Gucci like Floyd Mayweather did? How do you expect people to respect us? There's no reason to respect us at that point. You have your most riches and powerful people straight acting like a minstrel show acting like, and so you can't even say Floyd Mayweather is a zip coon. You can't even say that because he, he don't use big words in the wrong way. He just flamboyant, but he don't use big words. But the thing is 
these white supremacists have brought back blackface. You know why they brought it back? We can't stop them from doing it, but we also can have a response. And black folks' response is sickening. It's very uh, atrocious. You don't take it serious. You, a lot of you don't. That the more and more they disrespect you, let me tell you something. They have used the disrespect of you. The next step is to justify the violence towards you and harming you. That's the steps. First, they degrade you. They get the people used to you being degraded. Then it's going to be you swinging from a tree. That's how it could win in this society. And they're trying to follow that again. As too many of you guys in our black community play too much and don't understand the game for what it is. You still trying to love them and love your white Jesus and everything else that you're trying to do. You're forgiving them for every little thing that they do. They on a forgive a racist campaign every five minutes. You don't call that out. You don't do anything, but let another black person do something. You're ready to snap their neck. You're ready to go off on them. You're ready to investigate them one way or another, jumping into their personal life, do everything. You're so great at that when there's another black person. But when you got these people, I mean, these people are using major multi-million and billion dollar brands to disrespect you. This goes past a storm front. This goes past, a, 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 what's the other website? Uh, the Daily Stormer. It goes way past a racist website at this point. They're doing it in mainstream. Do you understand? Like, it's serious when they mainstream doing it to you now. Like, these brands don't even care about anything anymore because they know you're not going to do crap as black people, you're still going to go back and buy Gucci. Katy Perry came out with some blackface shoes the other day. Y'all probably go back to and buy from her too. No, I'm calling it what it is. I won't do it. A lot of you listening won't do it, but come on. We got some black people in our community that just would do it. They don't care. They will justify anti-black racism. We have a sickness in our community, extremely sick, sick, sick things that we have going on. But blackface has returned. And it's only going to get worse because we have a good majority of people in our community. That's fine with blackface. They say it don't bother them. They say they would, what would Floyd say? He loves everybody, but everybody don't love him. And they looking for a reason to destroy him. He's an idiot. Literally. He's an idiot. You come out there just stunting all the time and how much money you spending. Like say, trust me, they looking for, they looking for, they, trust me, they going to meet to him or they going to do something. Trust me. You know, now the me too situation, man, like say they can take down any black man and they, and they will have a willing black person to do it. Or they'll have a black female that'll be willing to do it. Cause we have no code nowhere in our community. We don't, we say stay on code, but that's a, that's a small uh, minority of people that's doing it. It's not the majority. The majority, like I said, sell us out. Let's call it what it is. I'm a realist. Because you know why I'm a, I say that? Because if it was like a minority of people that would sell us out, we would rarely see it. We would rarely see it. But every five minutes we're seeing it. Someone selling out. Someone being a coward. Someone just, just all lives mattering. We constantly see this and, and it's annoying. You know, it gets so annoying that like, you know, it's, it's like, what's wrong with us? You know what I'm saying? Like, why can't we have some pride? Now the people that, that believe in the ADOS, they having pride for a change. That's some pride I'm seeing. The only issue that I take with, with some of it is I understand 
the pride, understand that, yes, we owe reparations. I would preach that to the end of the day. We owed. But I'm not for one that's attacking my people globally because of, you know, I understand what was done to us. And I even understand what the arguments are about others coming in from different countries benefiting off our backs and looking down on us. But at the same time, if you center where all that come from, it goes right back to white supremacy. They're not, they don't want to bring in a bunch of black people. It's going to be like a Julius Malema. Come on now. They're not doing that. And most of these folks that come in here, they're not trying to fight white supremacy anyway. What are they trying to do? They're trying to get education or whatever, because they can't get it in their own countries. So, you know, that, that, but I, I understand the arguments. I understand a hundred percent. Why, why people feel the way they feel. I'm just not on the fact that, well, because, you know, yes, some of them are coons, but hey, we got coons in, in, in American descendant of slave too, right? I mean, we do. So I believe cooning shouldn't be accepted no matter who doing it, coming in with black skin. If you're not for the people, and the same thing with immigrants, immigrants need to be on code with us too. Now all this separating yourself and going and live in your little community, no. Like I said, I'm going to address that, but I'm going to do it on my main channel, um, addressing black immigrants, a lot separating yourselves from African-Americans, because when y'all get in trouble, y'all look to us. So, you know, but nobody has really called that out. So it's time for me to at least call it out in the live stream and, and appeal to them, to tell them, hey, stop separating yourself because, um, you know, you're in this country, you're part of the numbers. But appreciate everyone listening. And I hope you learn a little bit about the history of blackface. And, and this is the situation. You know, these people are really revving up the attacks. You guys, when I tell you to be careful, when I tell you to keep your head in the swivel, when I tell you to, to, to take care of yourself, to, you know, practice your Second Amendment rights, I'm telling you this for your own protection. That's it. Because these people, the rate they're going and the more disrespectful they're becoming, it won't be long before they just outright start attacking black folks. 